0: Welcome to the She Speaks Truth Podcast, where I aim to speak God's truth over you according to His Word. My name is Jessica, and I am your podcast host. This podcast is focused on healing, emotionally healthy spirituality, and emotional wholeness from a Christ-centered perspective. Week after week, we journey together through the scriptures, aiming to understand and apply what God says about us in His Word. His word says that above all he wishes that our soul will prosper so as we journey through the word we look at what the scripture has to say about wholeness and how we can apply this to our everyday lives so let's go on this journey together because i'm so excited to speak god's truth over Hey y'all, what's good? What's goody? What's goody? What's goody? Hey, 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 no, I'm joking, but y'all, what's good? What's popping? What's up? Um, it's been a little minute, <laughs> it's been a little while, um, but there's just been a lot going on, and I'm excited though. I'm excited about season three, I think it's gonna be amazing. Um, there's so much. <sighs> planned. There's so much available and I'm just so excited about what God is going to do in season three. But I definitely just wanted to shout out to everyone who has journeyed with me through season one, through season two, and now we are in season three Uh, just so many exciting things. Um, This podcast has blessed so many people beyond I could have even thought (laughs) or imagined. Um, And I'm honestly just so excited and so blessed uh, to be a conduit in this time and in this season uh, through the medium of podcasts. I always say that if the disciples had half of the technology and half of the mediums that we have today, like what would they do, who would they be, what would they be doing, like it would be wild. Like if they turned the world upside down, like writing letters and on donkeys, like imagine. (laughs) Imagine what we can do. Imagine the damage that we can do, you know? So yeah, no, I'm really excited about season three. It's going to be dope. Um, As I mentioned in the trailer before, uh, just, you know, some of the topics that we're going to be talking about and so forth. So this week, um, I am talking about why I started my counseling practice, uh, particularly for Black folks, black Christian people, black Christian folks. So, um, so if you don't know, I mean, I've talked about this like quite a few times, La, from last year to this year, I've talked about, you know, launching my practice. And finally on January, I think it was 27th. I think it was, no, it was probably before that what date was it? I don't remember what date, but in January, either the third or fourth week of January, I launched my practice guys. I launched my counseling practice and I'm so excited. Um, I'm proud of myself. Am I allowed to say that? Because I am, I'm really proud of myself, uh, for being able to just walk out on faith and to just know, um, that this is what God has called me to do. It's just super exciting and i'm i'm really excited i really am and on today's podcast i want to talk about why i decided to do this right so you know for those who have been journeying with me you've seen kind of like the journey and like the things and the content that we share on this podcast. And it's really about emotionally healthy spirituality, um, emotional wholeness, all that kind of good stuff, mental health, healing, right? So you've seen the trajectory of this podcast. And, um, you know, that was birthed out of my own healing journey. And also just out of, you know, things that I, i've learned in school and different things like that and then now there's the practice right so um in 2016 and you've probably heard me tell this story before but i want to tell it in depth and in full um in 2016 when i did my so i started my master's program in 2014 um, and then it was a two-year program. so we had to write at the end we had to write a practice research paper. So I had the opportunity to um, write my practice research paper and I remember and you know what I don't give this lady enough credit. I don't. I should probably give her more credit um, <laughs> But I had this professor. I don't even remember the class that it was, but I had this professor and, you know, we're talking about a practice research paper stuff. And she, I I was kind of like, I don't really know what to write about. Like, I really don't have an idea of what I want to write about. Like I was drawing blanks and I needed to like choose my topic ASAP. And she said, you know, you're very involved in the church. How about you write about something about the black church and social work? And I was like, That's actually a really dope idea because they give you the opportunity literally to write about anything. Like you can choose anything. Like if you wanted to choose, I don't know anything. You can write about anything as it pertains to social work and whatnot. So I was like, that's actually a dope idea, and that's something like I'm really interested in. So that's when I chose the topic: the role of social work in the black church, and you know digging through my research so i did it from an auto ethnographic approach which means that it was on the data that i used to analyze the research some of the data that i used to analyze the research was from my own personal life and my own lived experience which was which made sense because when i talked about um in in my personal statement to get into my master's program when i when i did that Um, I was really big on ensuring that my lived experience was a part of my work. So that was like, that was really huge for me. Like I wanted to make sure that my lived experience was a part of my work. Um, And so I did an autoethnographic approach. Um, So the data sets that were used were mainly from, you know, my own lived experience, like I said before. And it was, it was pretty interesting to analyze my own data. <laughs> it was, it was pretty interesting to like analyze, you know, poems that I wrote, uh, paintings that I did, um, books that I had written, like all of this stuff. And then out of the, out of those came my, my research findings, which were, uh, I think I came up with out of the data sets, I came up with like five findings, which was um, counseling needs to be in the black church, women's empowerment needs to be in the black church, uh, leadership development needs to be in the black church, and community development needs to pe- be a part of the black church. So those are the four. There's probably five, but those are the four that I that I fully remember. And so if you know me well, like those are the things that I do. So one of the things that's interesting is, I remember when I was writing this paper, I was so frustrated. I was like... Yo, and then I had a professor who just could not connect with the material that I, that I was presenting, which was really hard as well, which speaks to like institutional racism um, within schools and so forth, but, uh, and universities, but that's a whole different story. So um, it was a very frustrating period for me because I was also getting married and trying to write a, a research paper and get married is not fun, like it's a lot it's, it's a whole leap kind of thing. So I remember sitting in my living room or in my bedroom rather, and I'm writing the paper and I'm like, I'm not doing this anymore. Like I give up, like I'm just going to do this in October. I'm going to graduate in October. I'm going to take my time and write this. Like I just, I'm not in the mood. Like I just can't. And I remember specifically the Lord saying to me, this blessing is generational. And I was like, Okay, cause I was bawling, guys. Like I was crying. Like I had anxiety. Like it was a mess. And I just remember that voice. And after the Holy Spirit said that to me, I don't know. I felt such a calm. I didn't have full revelation of what He was saying, but I felt such a calm in my spirit. And I was just like, I'm gonna get through this. So I remember the day when my professor told me, "You know, you passed. You're good." Like I was jumping all over the place and all that kind of good stuff. So essentially out of that research paper, you know, has come my life's work that I've done so far. Um, I'm not old. Um, I mean, I don't think I'm old. I'm 31. (laughs) I think I'm pretty young. Uh, so thus far, since I've graduated from school, Um, the, the, the findings that have come out of my research paper has been my work. Like that's been where the Lord has constantly been leading me. Like ever so often he'll lead me back to that paper to be like, this is what I meant when I said this blessing is generational. I was like, ah, okay. I get it, Lord. So as I said, one of the findings was counseling. So back up a little You know, so out of the other findings, some of the things that I do, we talk about community development. Um, that's the type of work that I do in general, uh in my um in my profession, in my in my full time job. Um, and I do a lot of that too in terms of like church and community. Like that's um that I'm very big on that. Um, in addition to women's empowerment um with my sister's keeper. And then um, leadership development. I started doing some of that stuff with 365. And I'm going to continue doing that with my practice coming from a place of emotionally healthy leadership. And then now there's counseling. So that's a main reason why I started this practice. Because I saw that there was a real need. like There was a real need for, for mental health support for Black Christian folks. I remember... When, you know, being a young person, um, I wish that I had, you know, somebody to support me in some of the things that I was going through as it pertains to My mental health or any of those things you know what I mean um and I've just seen it around the church where there's so many people who need that support where I feel as though you know there's so many people that have mental illnesses that you know I knew them before they had a mental illness and my thing is I was like man like what if they had gotten that support that they needed from early how could that be different? And even just working through my sister's keeper, um, affection you know as MSK, we also I also saw just like how people, how much the woman that I served could use that mental health support from a clinical standpoint but also from a biblical standpoint and that that for me was important the ability to be a christian therapist the ability to pray with clients um during our sessions the ability to be led by the holy spirit the ability to talk about jesus the ability to, to to do all of these things is like super 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 important to me so that's that's really the crux of why I started um started this practice because there is a need there is such a need especially now with like the pandemic and so forth there's so many people who are struggling um with their mental health and there's so many Christian people who want a black Christian therapists who are struggling with their mental health and honestly like the need has been great. Like it has been I knew the need was great, but like it it's definitely more than I thought it would be. Like it is massive. Like there's so many people who need support. There are churches who want training. Um so I do that as well. Churches who want training on mental health, but they want it for, of course from a biblical standpoint um there's a need there are people who need to know that jesus cares not just about our spiritual life but he cares about our emotional wellness he cares about our emotional health um when you look at the scripture in 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 uh third john it talks about beloved above all i wish that your soul would prosper when you look at the context of that scripture it really is talking about holistic success. And a part of that success is that your soul is well. So when you when you dig into that scripture, it brings you to other scriptures. It talks about just success in general. But when you look at that specific scripture, it's really talking, it, it really allows you to look at the fact that success is holistic. It is a holistic thing. So it's like, I could be prospering uh, financially doing well financially, but my soul needs some support, right? I could be prospering in different areas, but my soul needs support. And I think that that's like one of the biggest things for me, which is why I'm so big on soul care, which is the name of my practice. I don't think I mentioned that soul care, Christian counseling and consulting. Um, so yeah, like, so I'm, I'm, I'm really adamant and, and just like, passionate rather use the word passionate about mental health and the church about church and community because i just feel like it is that time and it is that season we have a generation that you know is aiming to heal from traumas we have a generation that wants to walk through their own healing journey but they want to do it grounded in biblical truth and that's what it's all about for me right it's like for me it's funny because I remember a few days before I launched um, I saw that the American Psychology Association they put out a public statement or a public apology talking about the fact that you know um, they're apologizing to Black folk for the way that you know pretty much the mental health system has treated Black people. This and this is this is a this is a huge institution. This is this is this is the 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 epitome of of structural inequalities, right? As it pertains to Black bodies. And I remember one morning I was praying, and the Lord brought that back to me. And it's like, listen, the world they of course i've learned so much and of course there's there's things that we learn but as as it pertains to school and you know how to navigate through that but there is something about i believe and of course this is what i'm grounded in this is what i'm planted in i believe there is so much power in the scripture there's so much power in prayer um and 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 this is this is what people need this is what people need, right? Whatever we need can be found in the word with the proper application and the proper tools. And so this is some of the things that I work with through my with my clients. Of course, I don't only just sit there and, and praying for people and, and just digging through scripture. No, it's more than that. It needs to be, as I said before, it needs to be holistic. There has to be a holistic approach. Personally, for me, um, I see therapy as discipleship. Like, that's how I see therapy, right? Um, it's funny, my husband and I were talking and he was just talking about the fact that, you know, I'm an evangelist by heart. Like, my heart's desire is to lead people to Christ. And I believe that through my gift, this is my gift in specific of counseling people and walking with them and journeying with them to therapy, that I have the opportunity to disciple them to Christ, right? And so I see therapy as discipleship for three reasons. One, I think that it is a part of the um, the sanctification process, right? So when you look at sanctification, it is a process of becoming who Christ saw us as on the cross. So when He was on the cross, He didn't see He saw our brokenness, but He doesn't see us now today through our brokenness, he sees us um, through who we will become, right? Who we are becoming rather. And so it is important to know that we are on this journey of sanctification. And so I believe when I look through scripture, that therapy can help us to journey, can be a part of that journey of sanctification, right? I believe that 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 is, is huge, right? The second thing is I believe that heal people, heal people. You guys know, you know, for those who've been journeying with me, you know that this is my philosophy, right? I believe that heal people, heal people. So how can we speak to something that we have not um we have not experienced so when we are speaking about you know people being being healed and whatnot um or or sorry when we are speaking about us being healed we can now speak to somebody else and that's how discipleship happens the scripture tells us to go into all the world right that's what to go and to make disciples that is a commission as believers that we have to do right but if all of us are in the hospital bed if all of us are are being quote unquote healed how then can we heal anyone else how then can we go and tell anybody else about christ particularly right it's like the woman of samaria where you know um after jesus told her about all the things that were in her life what was she became an evangelist she said come come see a man who told me all about my issues right and so that is that same concept that i believe that you know when we've been healed when we've been able to go through our own healing journey as we are on our journey of sanctification we now can tell somebody else my last reason is I believe that as a church we need to cater to the whole person right we are body soul and spirit so we need to cater to the whole person I feel like our church structures are set up in a way where we only cater to the spirit man but there's a soul so we we you know we preach all that kind of stuff but there's the soul the soul that needs to be attended to and so I believe that we need to cater to the whole person and so for me as a Christian therapist my heart and my mission in in all honesty the fundamental of it is to lead folks back to the cross because that is where our hope lies our hope lies in the cross our hope lies in the blood of Jesus our hope lies in him we are anchored in him and him alone right in Christ alone so that's that's my heart behind why you know, I, I started this practice. This is my way of evangelism. This is my way of, of working with folks, um, to disciple them back to Christ so that they can now, you know, whether it's heal generations, um, generational trauma, heal, uh, generations, generational cycles and patterns and so forth in their own families. In addition to, you know, being able to tell others about the healing power of Jesus and what he has done, in their Lives. So you got a real good in-depth reason as to why um I started my practice. Like some of the things that I, I plan to do come uh, coming up is I want to run workshops on a trauma-informed church. Like, what does that mean? What does that look like for leaders? Um, as the the, 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 the times and the seasons are changing, and we need to be prepared for the influx of people that are kind of gonna come into our churches, right? And we need to be able to actually set up structures for the people who are already there, right? So that's that's huge for me. Um in terms of in terms of doing leadership workshops and trainings for leaders um and churches around being trauma-informed churches, like that's huge. Um, I'm going to be doing some stuff. This is something I wanted to do, but the timing just wasn't right. Um, I'm going to be doing something called Tamar Circle, where that's going to be you know, for, for a woman who have gone through um, any kind of sexual abuse or anything like that. The other thing I'm going to be doing is another program. And these are group therapy programs outside of the trauma-informed one. That's our leadership workshop. Um, but the other therapy program that I want to do is called Journey to Wholeness, right? What does that look like? How do we Dig into that. So, yeah. So you gotta you got a good in depth um, heart as to you know why I'm doing the things that I'm doing. Why I started this practice. What's my heart behind it? What's my vision? What's my goal? Honestly. My heart's desire is to see the children of God well. I want to see us live well, be well, stay well, all that kind of stuff. And you know, as I've I've affectionately uh called myself, you know, the soul case, soul care superhero, my heart's desire is as I, you know, as a soul care superhero, my superpower is to is to support people and to journey with them to see themselves and others through the lens of Christ and his word. That is my heart. That is my heart. So if you need support, please feel free to reach out. Um, you can visit my website for more information. I'll put it in the show notes, uh, but it is uh, www.thesoulcarecounselor.com. So it's www.thesoulcurecounselor.com. You can visit my website to find out more information. If you'd like me to do a workshop for your church, I'm actually going to be, I'm actually doing like three workshops in, um, well, tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. Yes, I am doing it tomorrow. I'm recording this podcast on a Friday and I'm doing it tomorrow, which is a Saturday. So I'm doing two workshops and I'm doing another one. So these things are that the, the, there's a need, right? There is a need. So you know, if you need, you need to do a workshop for your church, please don't hesitate to reach out. I'll do workshops in Canada, United States, anywhere that Zoom can be. I can <laughs> I can do uh your workshop if you're in Canada um and you need a Black Christian therapist, please don't hesitate to reach out. I am more than happy to support and whatnot and all of the other things that I have coming up and if you're not following me on social media please do because then that's where you can stay updated all right so that's all that I have I'm excited that I can use this platform to share my heart and to share um my reason why I started uh the practice and I just ask that I don't ask for much (laughs) from you guys other than reviews and comments and stuff like I still want those you know but I do ask that you keep me in your prayers um because it's a tall order it's a big job it really is a big job because again you're not just navigating with people um uh, from a uh, what's the word from a I don't want to use the word carnal but from a secular standpoint but through spiritual stuff as well right so yeah man well i love you guys so much uh stay tuned for next week's podcast next week's podcast is going to be called help i started the foot off i started the foot off <laughs> help i started the year off on the wrong foot you want to stay tuned for that podcast it is going to bless you like it's going to bless you. So you definitely want to stay tuned for that podcast. And as per usual, if this podcast has blessed you, please, I ask that you share with a friend. Um, it's all the way up from here. So many amazing things coming up and I'm excited to dig into these topics and to continue to serve you. All right, guys, love you so much. Y'all already know always and forever speaking God's truth over you. Take care guys.